Welcome to this Nutri Ingredients Podcast. I'm Shane Starling in Oslo at the headquarters of Acre Biomarine, and I'm very pleased to be joined by the President and CEO, Halvard Murray. Um, welcome along, Halvard. Thank you very much. Now, um, the krill supplement industry, or the modern krill supplement industry, um, is probably no more than three or four years old. Um, supplements have been uh, on sale in various markets um, for not very long, but um, I, I, would, I would imagine that the actual industry itself, um, the modern industry, has a longer heritage than that. Well, uh, when it comes to Biomarine, we really build on a 30-year uh, heritage operating sophisticated factory trawlers in different fisheries around the world. It has taken us seven, eight years to bring the company to where it is at today. And having a majority owner of Biomarine who started out as a fisherman himself, and having that in his DNA has obviously been a prerequisite for us. Someone who has both have had a fundamental understanding of the industry, uh, financial resources, staying power, and really then a vision. So, um, being being a fisherman, how important is that when when you've got um, you know uh, questions being raised about the, the the fishery itself down in the Antarctic um, with krill? Do you, do you think that a fisherman would would, would engage in any way kind of fishing that wasn't you know sustainable? Well, we can only speak for Biomarine, and uh, we has from day one, we have from day one when operating Antarctica, we've been very concerned about operating at the highest level and the highest standards and making sure that whatever we do is sustainable practices. So when some of these criticisms come in, um, how, how, what kind of evidence do you have to show that, uh, that what you are doing is sustainable? Well, we have all along invested significantly into developing technology. We also uh, promoted directly and indirectly uh, uh, that science has been conducted. We have provided our vessels for, for research. So all what we've been doing is, is kind of geared towards uh, supporting and building an industry that is sustainable long term. Where is a lot of demand coming from? Is it, is it in uh, the traditional markets like North America and Europe? I mean, still, the, the, by far the biggest market for a supplement business is the U.S., and that's been the market that's been kind of the locomotive in, in developing the krill, uh, krill supplement and uh, krill oil business. But we also see that, uh, I mean, the European market is slowly kind of picking up speed. It's just three years ago that uh, the novel food approval was given for krill oil in, in Europe. And then, obviously, we see a very attractive potential in, in Asia as, as the regulatory processes are being kind of completed. And you say that um, you received novel foods approval in the e European Union um, about three years ago. Have you been pleased with the development of the market here since that time? I mean, what, what we found in Europe, a little different for, from U.S., is that maybe not surprisingly, Europe is a much more fragmented market. So, so there is different dynamics in the in the in, in the different countries. The other thing is that uh, in Europe you have uh, regulations around how you can use claims, EFSA regulation uh, imposed by the EU, which also makes it a little bit more challenging and you need to conduct your own clinical studies to be able to come up with EFSA approved specific claims for your product and that's something we are working on. You expect to submit a claim this year? We are working on a clinical, a substantial clim clinical uh, study now that hopefully can can give us uh, where we can submit an application for for an EFSA claim uh, in the second part of 2012. And I believe on an international um, level, um, your, yourself and other players are working together uh, in developing a, a monograph that will demonstrate um, the safety and, and efficacy of, of krill. 
Yeah, and again, we believe that there there are a few players in the krill uh, business, and it's important that we in in that area uh, collaborate and work closely together to develop a monograph that can uh, can ensure that there is the quality in the product that's supposed to deliver. Because we we already see now that there are mar- products coming into the market that are sold and marketed as as krill oil, but it's not pure krill oil. What is it? Well, again, there there could be a mix of fish oil and uh, asasantin and other uh, products, other things added to it. But obviously, also some some elements from the krill, but that's different from a pure krill oil, which is primarily then a phospholipid oil. Okay. Well, um, uh, thank you uh, very much for your time, uh, Harvard. Thank you so much, Shane Starling, for nutrient ingredients in Oslo.